and hello everybody and welcome back and considering when this is planned to release um happy christmas to everyone um that's watching certainly within the next couple of days um and um i've i've pointed this out to various people and we have we have a couple of odd head ornaments and lights and some <laughs> you're saying about my horns so we we kind of worked out and roughly planned out that this was what was going to happen and um and, and a couple of people said that they were going to do stuff for it so um happy christmas to everyone and i did have this whole thing that i told everybody that we were going to do which we was going to talk about all of the gaming uh like rituals and things like that which happen over christmas for each family uh and each group but i there is a something that i want to deal with and i'm kind of preempting this a little bit because for various reasons i don't know yet if anybody in the last episode will have pointed this out in the doobly do under the youtube video or in comments somewhere or on facebook groups <laughs> i know that i did detect magic wrong i know just blame me blame me no no it's, it's, this, is, this is on me this is on me because i hate detect magic because i hate the way that they've changed it and this is this is a big rant and yeah anyway if we were playing it by the books nephew when she cast detect magic will have known that there was magic in the area and that's it nothing else because by the rules, by the level that that Nephi's at, um, they can only cast Detect Magic at level 1. And Detect Magic at level 1 gives you a vague idea of if gives there is magic. Careful. Yeah, it gives you an idea if magic is present or not present within a 30-foot radius of you. Mm -hmm. And many, 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 many other people have pointed out that functionally the only way then of using Detect Magic to work out where magic is, is to triangulate um effectively you cast it you move 10 foot you cast it again you see if the magic source is still there or if it's disappeared and if it's disappeared you move one way and if it's still there you move the other way and you keep going until you hone in on roughly speaking where the item is i don't like the faff of that i don't i can't stand the faff of that and so um i caveat my detect magics with it gives you a, a at the very first basic level it gives you a rough idea of where it is not an exact but a rough idea of where the magic is um and and that's 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 how we'll do it um it, it's bad enough that i also think that um this that there's a there's a, a read aura's ability which functionally is a constant play on you know pick up an item is it magical pick up an item is it magical well once upon a time with detect magic you knew exactly where an item was just by concentrating on it and, and you've got detect magic did it all um so i'm not necessarily a fan of the way they split it as it happens this group has one person that can cast detect magic and nobody that can cast read auras um so I, I have vaguely discussed with Nephi and, and a few other people how, therefore, this group can work out um, whether or not an item is magical. Um, 
it is the most ridiculous concept that we could come up with ever. Um, but oh, was it what my other character did? A, a little bit. Yeah. I, think, I believe we yeah. um, <laughs> sit in a room and have people bring me things. <laughs> so, so basically, what this result revolves around is going somewhere where you know that there isn't magic. So out in the wilderness somewhere, or round in a room that's a thirty foot. Uh, 60 foot square room so you you can detect mm -hmm. cast detect mm -hmm. magic work out where all the magic items currently in that room are ignore them all which is one of the benefits of detect magic and then your party members one at a time put a single item within 30 foot of you you cast detect magic and you go no that one hasn't pinged okay we'll take that one out we'll put another one within 30 foot of you oh that one did that one's magical and you just keep going until you work out all the magical items that by the letter of the of the spell is exactly how you can use detect magic to do what read auras does um and you can do it from 30 foot away rather than having to pick up the thing you know um so there are some things in second edition which i find a little bit ridiculous um and one of them is detect magic and that is my ted talk for this evening um <laughs> <laughs> I hope you'll subscribe to the channel. Um, what happened to the big grumpy gamers version of Detect Magic? <laughs> mm -hmm. It's just uh, I don't know. There, there are. I'm sure they had a reason for it. I'm sure they thought it was a very clever way of doing Detect Magic. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me how they've done it. And there is a there's a whole big sort of well you've already just heard it there's a whole big rant <laughs> um and i'm sure it's I'm just not... the short version as well <laughs> i heard the longer version that is the short version that is the short version five minutes is the short version um so yeah uh it's i'm sure as i said there are other people that have very similar complaints about detect magic um and i'm sure there are other people that say it's perfectly fine the way it is you play it the way you want to we're not playing exactly by the rules we're going to use it slightly different and we're going to include this caveat that there's functionally a cardinal direction um when you cast it i'm not going to give you an exact you know it's in, it's in x y or z that will be the heightened version of it where you can go yes it's exactly in that cabinet there and it's in this one there and that'll be a higher level version but uh yeah um Oh, we got lots of pings from somebody. Um, so hmm. Let's go back to what I was originally going to do, which was we're at Christmas. My time. internet has died. Oh, I can. We can still hear you. Can you hear oh, me? Oh, okay. can. Yes. Oh, I can yeah. hear you. Okay. Well, actually, you begin to come through again. Actually. Okay. Well, um, so the, the, the pinging. Oh, oh there we go. Didn't Oh, oh dear, oh dear. Well, there, there's, there's a slight problem. That's, that's the issue with... Um, there we are. And back again. There we go. And back oh, I actually back. Yeah, you're back again. Yeah. Uh, I was about to put on my mobile hotspot and see if that was any better. No, no, it's fine. We, we, we've ended up with a situation, though, where briefly Discord decided to disconnect your video and everybody's oh, no. moved around the screen. It's fine. Oh, no. It's I'm not sorry. A you're, in, you're, you're, you're perfectly fine now. This is one of the reasons why I want to get rid of um, Discord as our video thing uh, at some mm -hmm. point when we can afford something slightly better um so uh yes getting back to what we're back to your original back plan to the original plan which was what do people do sort of around this sort of time of the year just to sort of um 
gaming wise and i'm actually going to go i'm going to go first on this one because um because mine's a, a very pitiful and short tale which was i was basically the only person in my family which was a board uh, which was board game or game related so i used to get loads of them for christmas and then they would disappear into a cupboard because nobody had any interest in it other than me okay. um, and, and generally speaking as i've got older obviously found friends and, and all the rest of it christmas is still very much for me a family thing so i don't go and see my friends as much over christmas although this year will be for the first time something slightly different um but uh but certainly for new years i've always used to do a big gaming night and we just used to do that through the, through the through the night small children do not make this as easy as you might think um, and so that has been on hiatus for a while but um let's go i'm going to start with uh with moz uh jj over there what sort of if anything or is gaming really a bit of a new thing for you in terms of that sort of sort of um style of thing? well when i was younger i was more into wargaming um but again being an only kid um no one in the family really that much into it. Um, the biggest board games we ever really played was Backgammon um, and similar, maybe Cribbage um, in the family, which was, I think, the, the highlight of that one. Um, got my first console and basically started gaming on that. And probably only the last five years, ten years, have I been uh, gaming as a, uh, as a TTRPG or otherwise gamer anywhere around the Christmas season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or the holiday season. Dave. Um, you 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 strike me as somebody that probably does more gaming around this sort of time anyway, with as many people as you can get your hands on. <laughs> you you would think, <laughs> but you'd be wrong. Ah. <laughs> because man plus dog usually scatter to the four winds and do this family thing. Yeah. Where mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whereas I don't do much family thing. No. Uh, uh, and sort of Christmas and July tend to be the death knell months for uh, for my gaming groups. Yeah, Ev everyone is busy doing things because they have to go do family or yeah. they're on holiday. Um, so just kind of button up, enjoy the peace and quiet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the reasons why we kind of. Um we're recording this we were recording this nowhere near christmas just just you know taking the the, the, the don't down don't do bit. this one of the reasons why we're doing that is because actually we know that there's going to be a small delay over that sort of time period as well for us to record this so um it just made sense for us to have some some recording in advance um let's go with becky becky you i, I mean there's potential for you guys to game, surely. <laughs> right, there it is. Okay, but <laughs> so my partner is really into war gaming, so he'll go off and play his Hammers of War or whatever it is he's playing. Trademark. I think it's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he'll go off and do that. I'm not into that. You know, so for me, my gaming is online like this, yeah. um, as it was last year. Um, and then sometimes kind of around New Year's, I'll, I'll go and do like a night gaming. I played the longest game of Fly Firefly one New Year's. Um, it just it never seemed to end 
ever. It did end eventually. I think because I was curled up in a corner. Don't make it stop. Because it, um, it was like three in the morning. Is this the big shiny box board game with the? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I've I've. Had... It was really fun. <laughs> I've had a few games of that. In fact, I own it. Uh, it's one of those wonderful games where it says this mission set will take you approximately one to one and a half hours, and four hours later you're still going. Nobody yeah. <laughs> That is exactly what it was. Yeah. And that was my entrance into gaming around Christmas. Um, and I've been out like New Year's Eve, spending the whole night at a gaming cafe, a local one and mm. things like that. So that's been fun. Um, but yeah, it's not like the be all and end all, I think, in my nope. uh, Christmas because it's family time. Scrabble is the most I get, which is quite competitive in my household. Oh. So far, though, everybody's avoided the Monopoly curse. Um, Lily, is this mm-hmm. something you can happily say that you've avoided the Monopoly curse? I do. So, actually, this is a weird Christmas for me because it's the first year I'm not spending with family um, as they've decided to move up to Scotland. So, normally, um, we have weird party games. So, we might play, you know, like Pictionary or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, mostly if I'm doing any gaming over Christmas, it would be either online with various people. I've got a few friends in America that, um, we used to go to school with. Um, and then normally just after the new year, um, normally I'll, I'll meet up with a few people, um, in around where I live and do a day or two of gaming, um, board games and various bits and bobs. Uh, this Christmas, it's going to be a bit weird because it's just me and my partner. Um, so we might end up doing more board games than we normally do, uh, which will be exciting. But again, um, there's not that many two-player board games that I really get invested in. Like a lot of the games I like are, you know, like Trail of the House on the Hill and stuff like that. And, you know, mm-hmm. you can't really do those two people. No, um, no, but I'm sure we'll figure something out. Yeah, the, the two-player board game curse. We, I mean... Uh this my collection of board games downstairs um some people are well aware um it looks like it wants to fall down most of the time because it's it's that kind of floor to ceiling amount of rubbish in some regards um and there aren't many two player games in that so um yeah 100%, uh, 100% understand that one. Yeah. well i'm sure i'll find something at some point yeah. but um it's one of those things that most two-player games are competitive, and actually, I I quite like a lot of the, um, you know, collaborative board games and dungeon delves where you're all against like an AI as such. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you can't really do that with two people very often. Indeed. Um, speaking of dungeon delves. Um, we are. No, I'm not ready. No, I'm not ready. Quick, <laughs> divert. Something. Anybody. Anything. We, we are in position, I believe. Uh, Let's talk about Monopoly. Well, yes. uh, um, we are going to get well, not, a chance, not a chance of talking about Monopoly. No way. Um, <laughs> we we are in a position um, where you guys have left once again um, with your with yourselves facing another problem in the Gauntlet ruins here. Um, uh, with Nephi having travelled uh, over a, um, uh, a a room with uh, an interesting uh, detect magic casting um, to identify that there was something magical in the room next door, and uh, as you progressed over the um, 
rubble that was in the room with with Phelan uh, following in behind you all of a sudden a bunch of uh, spirits rose out of the ground uh, and began sort of pointing and shrieking at um, not only Nephi but also Phelan uh, and uh, Olren who was in the room um, and uh, the three of you need to immediately make a will saving throw for me please so um this is uh this is a very very quick uh roll for you i'm sure um so you just need to find your your will same through modifier roll a d20 and add it on uh and just let me know what the scores are um for uh dave i'm afraid you're gonna have to roll two so you're gonna need to do one for for and as well um, uh, that's fine that's fine it's taken care of okie dokie um so uh let's uh let's get some music started up because um we, we need to we need to get in the right mood for this one now uh nephi what did yeah you... i rolled an 18. you rolled an 18. Well, that's a that's a that's a good start that's a good start um phelan uh total of 21. total of 21 and Oren. uh total of 18. well you see I can't we really needed a 20? No, um, no. Uh, an 18 is uh, a success for all, for all of you, so you all succeed at this. However, even having succeeded, each of you gain the frightened one condition. So just to, oh. just to, uh, I will mark that on the actual token so that your character sheets update. But just for simplicity, frightened basically affects everything. Um, it reduces uh, your attack values, your armor class. Uh, it will change your skill um, values as well. Um, so, it, and I think saves too. So it's quite an expansive, um, expansive uh, problem. This frightened. Um, so, just very quickly, I'm just knocking that frightened condition onto each of you. Um, and then what I need you to do is um, I'm going to add you to an initiative tracker uh, because this doesn't just go away. Um, everything's been a little bit slow for me today, so hopefully, um, I shall add you all. hopefully you should be able to see if you sort of possibly yep. have to refresh. Um, you will see a. Nobody was doing anything specific, so I'm going to assume you're going to, uh, mm -hmm. to. So, have people been able to find the initiative tracker? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Can you just roll your initiatives on those trackers then, please? Do you want me and Marsman to do this as well? I do. Everybody's involved, even if you're outside. Okay. <laughs> I, does Olrin need a separate turn? Olrin does not. Super speedy anchor rolls a nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not in the room, so why would you be expected yeah, to, is, you know? This is 100% totally um, So, uh, interestingly enough, um, this doesn't appear to be your normal uh, sort of trap, I guess you could say, because these spirits <laughs> keep going. 
Um, and uh, what will happen now is it will actually get to act first. So, for one, uh, for a single action, uh, the creatures, some of the creatures start moving towards each of the, um, anybody that has the frightened condition. Uh, so, um, one of them, for the first action, is going to fly towards Nephi. Nephi, I need you to make a will save again, please. Fifteen. Ooh, fifteen is a fail. Uh, so, because Damn of it. that, uh, <laughs> as this becomes closer and closer and closer to you, uh, you start feeling betrayed and confused and it actually rips at your mental um uh, sort of mm -hmm. state uh you are going to take seven points of mental damage um as you, as you as the creature doesn't even touch you but just its presence stood next to you makes you start to um feel pain um then for its Ow. second action it will start to <laughs> doing the same another one of these spirits will will move off um and will go to um phelan uh, so phelan could you make a will save please <laughs> is that a natural one? Oh dear um that is a critical fail on a basic will save which means you take double damage from this uh oh god so uh you are going to take 14 points of mental damage welcome to pathfinder where we have a tpk right in the beginning <laughs> happy christmas everybody <laughs> Uh, and then one will move towards uh, Orin as well for its final action. So can Orin please also take a world saving throw? Oh, goodness gracious. I'm glad I made a backup character now. <laughs> yeah. 15. 15 is a fail, but that doesn't double the damage. Uh, however, that will come in and do 12 points of damage to uh, Orin. Um. And then it's your guy's turn. So uh, at least there's there's that. Um, Nephi, Nephi, you are you are next up on the combat tracker. Okay. So obviously the first thing Nephi does is goes, guys, help! Uh, I'm alive. <laughs> Just everybody's alive. Halfway there. Everybody is alive. Uh, oh, I honestly thought Phelan was on zero. No, not quite. Phelan is still oh. standing. It is on one, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Um, can I? I don't like. Can Can I do like a recall knowledge or something to see what I can work out about these things? Yep. yep what can I do? Absolutely can. Uh, so for this, um, you would need to make a religion roll. Oh, it's not my strength, but all right. <laughs> that is a 21 I mean you say it's not your strength but that's pretty good um, this is a haunt um, mm -hmm. this is effectively a collection of spirits trapped within this area <coughs> um, they act more like a, like a, a very complex trap um, so mm -hmm. while they have nothing that can physically be um, well 
That's not true. You could physically destroy them, but you probably have to destroy the source of them rather than them themselves. Yeah. So whatever is at the centre of this uh, pile of rubble, you could you could get rid of. But the one thing you do know about horns is there is normally something which would allow you to get rid of them with a almost like a skill. Um, and looking at these um, ghosts that come up, they look like the kobolds that you fought before, the stone scale tribe. Um, and so you, you've got a couple of things here. Um, you kind of have a rough idea about, um, you know, what the stone scale tribe were like. They were very uh, survival of the fittest and, and very um, strength orientated um, and sort of like, you know, the biggest person wins. Um, but this is also a collection of ghosts, so there might be something else that somebody could do, or you could do, um, which might get rid of spirits. Hmm. Um, I'm currently thinking about if I was to drag. I don't know, because Phelan's still up, isn't he? Yeah, mm -hmm. I had it in my head, he was on the floor. Okay, so I want to get out of this space, so... <laughs> I'm just going to get out of this space. <laughs> and whilst moving, I'm going to relay that knowledge. Yep, I'm happy for that to be completely free. So you've done right. one action to... Um... <laughs> identify effectively with cool knowledge now remember that that's first square good. cost you two um so that first square will cost you oh so that's two. 20 i've done yeah 25 uh to there and then okay you're on either side uh so i can get to 30 mm -hmm. cool of which whilst i'm moving i'm relaying all of this so that everybody knows yep yep so and is, that, then... is that all of your actions, or have you got 30 foot of movement? You have 30 foot of movement, I've got. Yep. Elf. Elf. I think that's why. <laughs> that is, yeah, I believe elves are the Um. And then... I don't think there's anything I can do, because I can't exactly attack them, because that, that's going to do nothing. Certainly, from what you know, from what you discerned from that, uh, from that uh, knowledge, uh, that recall knowledge check, yeah, that you can't really. I'm gonna then just hide because <laughs> I didn't like that. It really hurt. <laughs> it hurt my brain. <laughs> I'm assuming I can pass through friendlies. You absolutely mm -hmm. can, yes, and it is your good failing. <laughs> Right. So I'm going to <laughs> whistle to Olerin to get out. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Olerin is going to... How fast is uh, Olerin? Uh, I believe Olerin's uh, 25 foot. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Olerin's going to close the door because he's a really clever badger. <laughs> So three. <laughs> Leave you stuck inside. Smartest badger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then 
I am going to use one, two, three, four. To there. Just yep. two actions. And I'm going to move around the other side of Olorin. That's my third action. Okay, yep, that's more than fine. Um, okay, Mosrin. Um, having basically heard that we're stuffed, we're going to have to do something about them with magic or otherwise. I'm standing here with a big pointy stick going, mm, I've got a big pointy stick. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just, 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 just <laughs> as a very quick reminder, uh, so what Nephew will have said is there will be there will be some way of getting rid of them. It might be something mm-hmm. to do with the fact that they're stone scales. It might be something to do with the fact that they're ghosts. Yeah. Mars, your pecs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, 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 there are various tenants that, that Hell Knights are supposed to uphold, especially Order of the Nail. You know, I, I will fear no creature, though. The enemies of the Order are fairly terrible. But you know what? I'm going to close this fucking door. <laughs> oh, action one. <laughs> Just close the door on them. Fair enough. Um, um, yep. Quite... Yep, by means, click and close that on, and we'll um, be all quite happy. <laughs> Close that door is a problem. Um, that ends the combat. Yeah. <laughs> the future is a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to suggest looking at how, how beaten up you guys are. We might want to take a hot minute, a little <laughs> yeah. bit away from this door, by which I mean an hour or so, just to kind of re. Coop. An hour away from the door. I'm with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> I like go an go an hour away from the door. <laughs> End an hour away from the door. <laughs> or try another door, but in about a bit later. Yeah, because that that's a problem. Nothing. Nothing really went terribly wrong. I immediately start doing detect magic again. <laughs> uh, you cast detect magic. Um, <laughs> Uh, let me just uh, let me just do a very quick measurement um, to make sure I'm happy that you are indeed. You, you say nothing went wrong. Mosran does not need an insight check to know that that was bull. Uh, you, <laughs> Absolute bull. You cannot detect magic from where you are. Not even through that door. <laughs> What's in here? So you, you know full well that the only way that that is possible based on where you were and all the rest of it, uh, is, as I said, it must have been somewhere up in that top corner. Mm-hmm. Then, so it's just out of yeah. my... So it's out of mm-hmm. range of where you are, but because last time you... Hey, guys, them, I know where the trigger is. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mm, mm, this is how and we do it. And by all means, you go and disengage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what I would say, you go based, get your on Google check, based on your knowledge check, that it's a haunt, you know that haunts don't detect as magical. Oh, okay. Their haunts are very much like undead creatures, but right. they're not, they've not got the physical um, aspect to, to, to them. It's much more that they tend to have some sort of mental effect or... Um, necrotic effect um but they're not they're not a physical thing you can fight and they are not created by magic they're created by the residue of dead spirits effectively 
So I believe the plan mm. is 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 a bit of a break and a bit of a rest. Is is that yeah. the idea? Um, yeah. So uh, Pathfinder Second Edition has a number of ways in which you can heal. Um, the first one is you can heal with a night's rest, but you don't heal a lot. You heal your, um, I believe it's your con modifier plus your level. So it's not a massive number of hit points that you would heal overnight. Uh, there's obviously magic spells, the heal spell, various little things like that. Uh, but there is the medicine skill. Uh, and the medicine skill itself, um, you can actively heal people using medicine. Now, um, the basic way in which this works is uh, it takes 10 minutes to apply healing with medicine skill. Um, as soon as you have healed somebody, they cannot be healed again for another hour, but you can then heal them again every hour. That's not a problem. Mm -hmm. uh, at the end of the 10 minutes, you effectively would roll a medicine check. Uh, and if you get higher than a 15, uh, you heal the person 2d8 points. Um, it is quite a considerable and powerful heal, to be honest, um, and doesn't take up your spellcaster's spell slots. Um, you uh, can also critically succeed at that, healing 4d8. You can critically fail, dealing 1d8 damage. Um, so there, there are an, a, at least a number of ways of patching up, and this is kind of the equivalent of a short rest. It's just that the skill check is done by the medicine user rather than the person using up their hit dice. Um, and you can never run out. You can just keep going every hour and keep healing. Um, that's not a problem. Uh, there are a couple of other ways in which it can be done. There are focus spells which can be used. Um, they effectively are a special type of spell um, and they can be burnt and some of them are healing spells so they do exist and to, to cast those you use your focus point you cast the spell and then after 10 minutes of meditation or something similar you can gain that um, focus point back um, so for um, somebody that say has a, a lay on hands or something like that that would be a focus point Cast media heal, rest 10 minutes, cast it again, rest 10 minutes, cast it again. So there's there's another quick way that you can heal up. Um, so for the purpose of this, though, you have quite a few injured people. Uh, and I would imagine there needs to be some sort of healing done uh, for this one. Uh, so who amongst you is capable of using uh, medicine or a healing magic of some description? So what's the definition of being able to use healing what do you need well so if you have I'm healing magic if you have well, healing magic, that's one uh, if you have <laughs> an, uh, medicine skill that you're trained in which you are okay. uh, so you could try and heal that way um one of the major things that you guys have got i think mostly and and this is probably actually the main way in which you guys will heal because it's going to be quite quick for you uh is uh your lay on hands ability um for uh anchor is pretty powerful um mm -hmm. so that effectively allows you to um cast lay on hands um uh, do, 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 which i believe is six hit points just immediately touch somebody six hit points um and then you just have to rest get your focus point back which takes you 10 minutes and then you can mm -hmm. touch somebody to heal them for six again um the same applies with Phelan, but Phelan can only do it for pets. 
for animals. Oh. Um, so Phelan has um, heal animal, um, which allows you to restore 1d8 to an any animal animal you cast, and then after a 10 minute rest, you would. I know. As a as as a two action cast, it's 1d8 plus eight. Well, yeah. It's like it's like the heal spell. Yeah, like the heal spell. So so question. Hmm. How, how long do we have to sit around for the frightened condition to go away? The frightened condition will be gone at this point. It actually only lasts uh, one round, so uh, six seconds. Right. In that case, I'm going to start do using making some some nature checks to deploy natural healing. <laughs> uh, because you can use... Yes, you have the ability, uh, I believe, um, because of her feet. Um, yes, I can... Right. Very, so, very useful. I think either way, I'm going to have to start playing because I've already used my land hands on Phelan earlier in the day. Yep. Um, so um, I get out a few bits and bobs from my rucksack, um, a few candles, and find a quiet ish area and start, you know, doing some. Challenges. Okay. So, for, yeah. so while you're doing that for your first 10 minutes, I am going to start giving Neffy some. I don't know. Um, spiritually, uh, spiritually uplifting herbs. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's mental damage. <laughs> Not to be confused with prestidigitation again. <laughs> no. That's the wax on, wax off gesture, not the squeeze gesture. That's something else. There we go. Okay, so. Twenty-one for healing Nephi. Okay, so that is more than enough to do two d8s worth of healing to Nephi. Okay, so Neffington's gonna have eleven hit points back. Yay! Come on, full. Yay! Oh no, not one hundred fifty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> now, now. I'll have it. <laughs> okay, so ten minutes in, uh, Anchor will have got her focus point back, and Nephi is fully healed. Okay, so. Uh, another 10 minutes, I would assume, needs to be used because quite a few of you are very badly beaten up. Um, you can yes. you can medicine yourself, by the way. That is entirely uh, allowed. Th yes, this <laughs> is my... This, well, first of all, I'm going to drop a two-action heal on yep. Oloran, yep. but, but that's negligible to me, and that gets 11 hit points back for Oloran. Which puts him on to 15 out of 16, which will do for now. Mm -hmm. And then I'll spend 10 minutes medicining myself. Yep. Which, with a 21, is 2d8s worth of healing. Yep. Gets me 10 hit points back. Okay. I think it's fair to say you still look quite beaten up. So, uh, yeah, um, I, I, as I say, I assume at the moment you you don't you, you look a little uncomfortable still. Indeed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I guess what I've done is, while you're um, patching up Nephi, um, I'll be praying. Um, Once you've finished patching up Nephi, I would learn hands you. Um, okay, so that's, then, that's straight six. Six, that'd be six. 
And then when you're medicining yourself, I'd go back to praying and getting my focus point back again. Yep. yep. Okay. So, um, so I think 20 minutes in total um, is what... And then, af- and then after I've spent 10 minutes medicining myself, I'm going to spend 10 minutes communing with nature to get my focus point back. <laughs> um, which technically means Anchor's got enough time to do it again um, if they want to. Um because you do not get limited with focus points. It is literally just, can you sit down for 10 minutes um, and focus? So, um, Does that mean Nephi has 10 minutes to go and open every other door in the building? <laughs> you can you know. get away from Mosron's iron grip on the back of a scrub. Right. How <laughs> dexterous <laughs> am I feeling? <laughs> I will roll that. <laughs> I rolled an 18. Oh, he's got dexterity that you'd need is strength. Damn it! He's got grappled. <laughs> then I rolled a 16. <laughs> oh, shoot. Then I rolled a 9 plus. Be, Not enough. It'll be, it'll be, um, yeah. Uh, I think, no, you've got enough. You've got enough to hold her. Yeah. It's against your, um, it's against the DC. So don't worry, it's not opposed rolls. One thing that, uh, one thing that they just nicely get rid of in um, second edition <laughs> is opposed rolls. So, um, yeah. I like to yeah. think you've just grabbed her rucksack and she's like scrabbling to get away. <laughs> Scooby-Doo style. The legs are going, but nothing's happening. Yeah. It's, it's about half an hour. It takes you roughly half yeah. an hour to go through this, this chain of healing. Um, you are starting to notice that um, the sun is starting to now be more overhead. You're getting to the sort of midday um, of your journey. You arrived here quite early in the morning and with various sorts of fights and um, searching through rooms and and all the sort of wading past all of this rubble and, and various bits and pieces. The, the sun is now very clearly high above your heads. Um, you can see in here as the as the light comes in um, and it's sort of clearest that there are there are small signs of, of like the creatures that live in here um there is um sort of sections where the stone uh, appears to almost have been rearranged into like seats and things like that so there's some sort of effort to, to have like quarters in here um the more you look at it the more you realize that this door that you opened um is barely touched in comparison to the rest of them um and it looks very much like these blue creatures that you um, can see the sort of corpses dotted around for didn't go in here um didn't go in here at all if they could help it i wonder why surprise <laughs> hmm. it's not like a big pile of cobalt bodies in there as well well, not cobalt, um, the yeah. did, did we notice any bodies actually in there, any like corpses? What did the ceiling look like? You didn't notice any corpses. Um, what you did know it, notice is the room looks almost like um, potentially there, must, there might have been some sort of uh, table in the middle, um, which had been utterly pulverized by the ceiling collapsing in. Um, and you could see bits of the table um and now that you think about it you could you could probably see bits of what might have been chairs um roughly six of them um around this table (laughs) 
possibly an unfortunate death situation. Maybe. Right, so we know not to what, in fact, do I have any chalk? Right, do I have any chalk? Quick check. Um, I do! I'll get some chalk out of my, uh, and Mosron will get some chalk out of his pack and basically put a big circle, a uh, big circle and a cross through it. So we don't walk in there again. Just <laughs> forget, you know, for no good reason that this is a bad idea. Well, Nephi's got it figured out. Well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, knows exactly can, what to can, do. can I try another door now? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, to be fair, we are we are here to open doors and, and kick tail. So therefore, yeah, go on. I, can't see a problem with that. I get to pick. <laughs> Could we stop you? <laughs> um, I mean. Yes, technically. <laughs> Why can't I? I can't move my token. Now he's stuck in combat. There you go. You should be fine now. Aha! Is this a door down here? That is a door down there. Yep. Um, oh. Are you just going to open it or are you waiting for other people to join you? I'm hoping other people will join me and I want to listen. And detect magic. <laughs> okay, so the first thing is your detect magic will come across nothing. Um, okay. There is nothing in there. Uh, just just for my benefit, uh, what are people doing as they explore? Um, what are your current mm. sort of actions? Perceiving. Searching. Yep. Uh, shield raised. Shield raised. Scouting. Scouting and Nephi. Uh, stealthing. Avoiding notice. Okie dokie. Uh, so you're going to do a very quick perception. Um, Feynman's going to kind of do that as well. Okay. Uh, I need a st what is Nephi's um, stealth? Uh, it is plus six. Uh, okay, uh, you approach this door, um, and as you sort of get close to it um, and start listening at it and Phelan joins you, um, you can both hear what seems to be uh, this sort of squirming noise, um, this sort of little um, padded feet touching onto surfaces in like very tiny little but the vast majority of whatever's in there has a kind of writhing kind of noise as it shifts okay there is definitely at least one creature inside that room didn't we fight something big that i remember mentioning that last time the muddy creature. Yeah. Was I mean, slurk, slurky, slurking, slurker. There's also a maggot thing. Yeah. That was what I was thinking of the giant maggot thing. Could it be another one of those? Well, there's one way to find out. Yeah. I mean, 
I'm happy to open the door, but like use the door as a shield. And I kind of start moving towards the door. Okay, I have no issue with that, and I back up immediately. (laughs) I I kind of semi-gently push past Phelan. um, (laughs) And open the door with shield raised. Yep. So, uh, you immediately spot in front of you uh, one particularly large maggoty creature. Um, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and curiously, it seems to be kind of st- static looking at the door, but you can see its milky white eyes. Um, and it doesn't seem to be reacting just yet. Um, but it is certainly prepping to the room itself um, is a collapsed mess um, there are multiple areas where um, where you can see rubble and various other bits and pieces but this creature is most definitely looking straight at you uh, and because of that I am going to ask all of you to roll your initiative please i will get the uh, correct combat tracker up um, and we will get you involved in this little fight here um, once my computer catches itself up as i say i seem to be a bit slow today um, Okay, uh, so you should all see a combat track. You might have to refresh now. Uh, yeah, yeah, I need to refresh. Well. Just seems to be that thing because I've prepped them all in advance just to speed things up, but unfortunately some people are having to uh, catch it back up. Uh, so, Nephi, just make sure that you're rolling your stealth. That's the only thing I would suggest on that one because obviously you are... Mm-hmm. Stealth. Everybody else roll perception, and then once you've rolled, I'll up everybody's by one because of the scouting. Okay, I can't roll above a ten today. (laughs) 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 Oh, Phelan! Wow, Phelan's going quite quickly there with a twenty-six. Bold. Yeah. It's the only downside of rolling it this way is I don't get to ask you what your initiatives are and uh, get everybody to hear, but um, uh, that's fine. Nephi, are you okay? Are you, uh... Yeah, it was just still loading. Of course, and, and, and a fantastic roll from you there as well, Mr. <laughs> solid. Yeah. Absolutely solid. Close that curtain. I mean, the, the, the scouting helps you a little bit because you're at least going faster than one of the, the creatures that is in the room. Because um, uh, I managed to roll it twice. You managed to roll it three, three times. Um, but Get me! Recorded, it, it did record the, record the best. So we have we have Phelan first on 27, uh, Anka at 11, Mosram at 9, and Nephi is at 8. Um, but that is including the plus one. So... Um, Good rolls, guys. Good, good rolls. Um, Phelan, you are first. Right. 
think as with most things, you are aware that there is a creature in there, but uh, that is about as much as you can say. Okay. You may may find that the best way of moving because of the tight confines of the door is if you click on your token, you can then use the arrow keys to move yourselves around. Right. Um, I don't know. You, know. you can do that. You can indeed, yeah. So, uh, no. You can lock yourself in the room if you want. <laughs> yeah, again, possibly need to move yourself forward one um, and then down. Yeah. Still count that. Right. Uh, that's a five foot move. Yeah. So that's fine. Okay, uh... I'll try to do something very complicated. The dulcet tones of uh, Sirenscape, some of the best combat music that they actually have on there at the moment. I do like this. Okay, I, 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 I would like to convey through the manner of interpretive dance and wild empathy <laughs> and, make an, and make an impression on these creatures that we are not there to hurt them. Okay, interesting. Um, so, uh, all right. <laughs> um, well, that should technically be a diplomacy check. It should technically be a diplomacy check, but I believe because of your wild empathy, you can do it off of nature. Is that correct? I will take your word well, for it. It might not be, to be fair, um, but the normal thing to do, so um, the normal um, thing with animals, I believe, is that you are supposed to use nature to change their... Well, the wild, the wild empathy says I can use diplomacy. Right, so well, that's fair enough, then, if you... And, and, and my diplomacy is worse than my nature. <laughs> okay. So I will be guided by you. Um... So, let me just have a very, very quick look on this one, because this will be in uh, doing. Uh, so, this is a skills thing. This is nature. Uh, so, uh, so, you could potentially use nature to command an animal, but I don't think you're trying to command it at this point. Uh, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, just trying to get it to calm down. Yes, so it would be a diplomacy roll then. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that would be a great and mighty eleven. So I suspect that my final action of raising my shield <laughs> may have hampered my diplomacy somewhat. So yeah, an eleven is not going to be enough. The target number for uh, something like this is their will say, uh, DC, uh, and even though these are fairly dumb-looking creatures, um, they uh, are slightly more willful than, than that, unfortunately. Only just, but they are more willful than that. Uh, so this creature is still unfortunately hostile to you. So you then raise up your shield. Um, which is probably a good job because it is its actions next. Uh, it does go next. And um, although it doesn't have eyes to sort of see you and, uh, and work out what's going on, uh, it does seem to sense that you're there. 
Um, so it is going to, for one action, it's going to step up next to you. Uh, and then it is going to try and bite you with its mandibles. These, um, these things to try and get hold of you. So, uh, almost rolled it there with, with, um, with Foundry, but I'll do it with the dice. Uh, a 19 to hit you. Um, I have a feeling that that is still going to get you even with your shield up so yes yeah so, shield, shield my shield of the day c is uh, 17 yeah so uh, it bites into you uh, it's going to do a bit of damage uh, it's going to do three points of damage to you uh, although it might not uh, because it is blind and its uh, senses are not precise uh, so it can still miss you. You are effectively concealed to it. So there is a, um, a mischance here. I have to roll a five or higher on the dice on the d20 to see if I actually managed to get that bit off on you. I did. Uh, so um, it does bite into you. Uh, it deals you um, a very small amount of damage. Uh, but it's then going to grab you. So the, the, the mandibles lock in position and hold on to you. Um, it doesn't um, do anything with that grab at this point, um, but you are effectively immobilized, so you're not able to move, um, and you have um, the grabbed condition on you, which is gonna potentially allow it to do other things to you later on. Um, just to find the grabbed condition, because it does quite a few things. I think it makes you flat-footed as well. Um, so yes, grabbed, uh, that's going to make you flat-footed um, and immobilized as well. Uh, so immobilized means you can't take any actions that are move actions um, or interact actions to sort of grab things off your belt. Uh, but that is all it can do and it is now Anchor's turn. Um, I see this bug maggot thing continuing to pin Phelan up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, so I charge in into the room um, and get behind it. Yep. Um, it is still flanked because even though Phelan is grabbed, he still counts as being uh, active in combat. So it is awesome. now going to suffer a little bit of a penalty to his armor class. Because of so, yeah, I'll put my shield down. I'll get sword in two, two hands and try and drive it into the carapace mm-hmm. um, with its back turned. Fair enough. Uh, and that would be a 26. That is a critical hit. Right. How does it work again? So you <laughs> roll your normal damage, um, yeah. which would be, because you're two-handing this uh, this sword, um, your damage is going to be relatively considerable uh, because it goes up to a d12. Uh, so you're going to do d12 mm-hmm. plus four. Then you just multiply that by two. Oh. Oh. Um, well, I won eight, so eight, twelve, twenty-four. Twenty-four points of damage. Um, Felon, you feel yourself get grabbed and pinned up against this wall. This thing, this creature grabs hold of you. Um, but uh, you spot from the corner of your eye uh, a paladin run past, round behind it, dropping their shield as they go, grabbing their sword in both hands, which, by the by, is an action to grab your sword in both hands, but that's fine. You have oh, the extra okay. action. You swing down, smash your, smashing the sword in, and 
Phelan is immediately sort of released as this thing <laughs> drops dead in a single hit. I make sure to have kind of a cheeky smile as the maggot kind of drops and Phelan's just standing there. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I like. Uh, so that means uh, <laughs> no longer grabs, no longer any of those sorts of things. Um, and um, Mosran, it is now your turn. Okay. Oh, look at this. Um, you are, you are well aware that there's another creature in there, even though. Yeah. Well, one squared away. I can't let them have all the fun. Just <laughs> in. Uh, again, you might need to do fun things to get through the walls. 10, 15, 20. Yep. So there is a route there, but. So. Five. Oop. Nope, not what I meant to do. Other button. Other thing. Come on. Give me the. Let me move my token. Left. <laughs> Left. Oh, okay. Let me select my token then. Come on. Uh, if you're struggling to select your token, by the way. There we go. Ah, there we go. Okay, so click and drag. runs in, yeah. And straight in, right down the barrel. Mm-hmm. Going for a, a, a halberd strike. Seems fair. Uh, six plus nine for 15. These things are very, very easy to hit. That is a hit. They are large Ooh. maggots. I guess they're not particularly fast, are they? They're not particularly fast. They're not very dexterous at all. Hey. <laughs> D10 plus strength, so it'll be... I think it's D10 plus strength. Uh, I, that rings a bell. I, oh, yes. just, uh, it is D10 plus four. Yeah. D10 plus four. Perfect. Not too shabby. Seven plus four makes 11. Uh, you take a big old chunk out of this thing, but oddly enough, this one is still going. No. That's all right. Um, for my point. second trick... <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, no, no, to be fair, I haven't taken an action yet, and therefore I do not have reactions on that creature. So, yes, for your second and well, for your third and final action. Um, stab. Stab, stab, stab. stab, stab. Um, but this is map five, uh, map deck five. So, uh, 15 minus five for 10. That is a miss. Yeah. So, while they are. Think. While they are. Um, not easy to, you know, not difficult to hit. Unfortunately, with that second sort of wild swing, you, you don't quite connect. Uh, Nephi, it is your go. Interestingly enough, this creature hasn't gone yet and therefore is still flat-footed to you and all of the wonderful, Ooh. wonderful things that rose mm-hmm. yet because of that. Can I quickly check? Sorry, exacting sure. strike. Yeah, I'll link that one in chat, so hopefully. Exacting Strike, um, what it does is it allows you to have... Uh, the. If you miss an attack, you get to make your next attack... Oh, it's a second thing, in that. But it's still an action. So, gotcha. unfortunately, cool. you did not have any extra actions to do that. Cool. Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nephi, yep. Uh- I've moved. You said it's flat-footed. To you, because of uh, you have, um, being a rogue, you have that wonderful uh, surprise attack uh, advantage. Yeah. Uh, and... Because you use stealth. If you strike it... Oh, so I'm rolling. If I hit it, I deal an extra 1d6 precision. Indeed, because of your sneak attack. 
Okay. Now it's gonna have it? it's gonna have some cover um, because Mosrum's in the way, but that is only going to be partial cover, which is only plus one to his armor class. Mm. So, uh, but it's flat footed, okay. so you know <laughs> you get you get the advantage of the fact that it's uh, it's also minus two to his armor class because of flat footed. So I rolled a nineteen in total. Yeah. Okay, that is a hit. Yay! So I'm rolling two d6. Is that right? So effectively, you're you're going to be rolling um, for your hand crossbow. You'll be rolling one d6 for the hand crossbow and one d6 sneak attack damage. So two d6. Uh, so four. So six total. Six total. Your bolt yep. goes in, but it's still moving. And then I reload my hand crossbow. That's me done. That's three actions. Which does mean it gets to act. Um, so, <coughs> not exactly in the best of positions, uh, but I've got a target right in front of me. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to see if I have enough uh, wherewithal to actually notice you and grab you. Uh, with a six on the dice, I do. Uh, so uh, I'm going to try and bite you with my mandibles. Um, that is going to result in a 12 on the dice, which is not going to work at all. Um, it will try again. Uh, this is going to be slightly difficult. Um, yeah, so it will try again. Uh, a 13? No, I'm guessing not. Um, and uh, it doesn't really have much much else it can do at this point, uh, so it is going to try and run. No, that's not going to get anywhere near you. Not even close. So this thing just tries to rear and, and, and claw at you, but uh, uh, bite at you. But it is just utterly incapable of connecting. Uh, Phelan. Right. So time to throw the horns. <laughs> like it. Yep, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, remind me again: is that an attack roll? So that's, a, that's, a that's, that's a reflex save. That's a reflex save. That is a basic DC 17 reflex save. Basic DC 17. I highly doubt I can crit this, um, so uh, we'll, we'll we'll see just how badly I die. Um, uh, well, I got I got a 19, so I will take half damage from this. Um, but uh, I will also not ask you to roll that because um, it only has one health left. Uh, so instead okay. of, instead of rolling it, why wouldn't you instead just describe what happens to the poor thing as uh, as this electricity bounces into it, and uh, we shall then end this uh, end this combat. So the the electricity arcs from Phelan's extended hand mm -hmm. causes a brief corona around the tip of Mosran's uh, halberd and, and then just arcs into the creature's body uh, kind of outlining each of its body segments before it expires <laughs> so this thing gets I like. hit by this, this <laughs> lightning and it, it bounces all around it and then just bits start going off <laughs> in segments. Um, Molsrun is more or less covered head to toe in a black, icky kind of icon. Lovely. Um, but that is the end of that 
Right. Come here, Mosra, and I'll get you cleaned up. Prestidigitation. <laughs> with a very quick spell, all of the bruise is washed away. It's a useful spell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so you notice a couple of things in here. So this uh, a collapsed wooden staircase in the northeast corner of this room winds up to a moss-shrouded hole. The expanse of the fog fen is visible through a total collapse in a stone wall to the west. A dead frog the size of a horse lies sprawled in this collapse. Its back huh. legs bitten off at the hips. Oh. oh, no frog legs for dinner then. No. So yes, it tastes like chicken, you know. There is basically a frog, giant frog. I'm quite intrigued by this door that we're quite close to. Can I put my ear up to it and see if I can hear anything? In uh, here? You can do. Yes, I'm. I'm happy to uh, to give you a check on that one. Uh, uh, you definitely hear something um, through there. Um, just this constant sort of. Um, this this very constant noise. I, I try and indicate to everyone and go shh, and indicate you know there's a sound coming from the door. Yeah. Nephi really wants to go and open that door. <laughs> yeah, stacking up again. <laughs> oh, we can't even though. Uh, Combat mode. Yep. I will, there you go. You are out of that. Are we doing the stack up in front of the door, open that it, seems see like what a happens? Good idea. Yep, I've got reach, I'm over your shoulder. Uh, no, I, I, I'm going to stack up over here, <laughs> just, just in case something, something's got a spray of was names. Um, is there a way, um, so I've said before... Um, I, we kind of had to wait for initiative. Is there a way to kind of charge through the door? So if there's something on the other side, I kind of stab it. Not mechanically, really. Okay. Um, there isn't that sort of thing. In, in, in very, very sort of loose terms, they, um, the, the combat system doesn't... Sorry. The initiative system is designed to take account of that to a certain, to okay. a certain extent. Um, it just happens that, you know, if you smash your way through a door to a creature that just happens to be on guard and ready, then the initiative takes... The idea is that it takes, it takes its mind on that. Sure. Um, in addition um, to that, charging is actually a feat for certain classes. Oh, okay. So um, there is no mechanical benefit for charging either, unless you have a, a feat to do it. Sad face. <laughs> well, this is one of the situations where rolling your initiative off athletics because you're breaching the door would be the thing. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Because you're breaching the door, you could say, I'm not going to use perception for this. It makes no sense that I would be perceiving as I go through the door, mm. using my athletics to do right. this. Right. So this okay. could be one of those where I would very happily say, you know, unless, of course, you want to use perception because your perception's better. But if you yeah. turn around and said, you know what? My athletics is better, and I really think I should roll initiative with my athletics. My perception's awful. <laughs> um, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm with the idea of breaching and rushing. Yeah, I'll Not take a few that then. Um, okay. I'll breach through and try and charge through, and yep. yeah. Absolutely, 100%. Uh, so, um, by all means, click and open that door. As you both sort of get your shoulders down and you start to run yourselves forwards, um, 
you open the door to see in front of you um, a creature which, if it was slightly smaller, you would be quite happy with it. It would be just this average, everyday garden variety bottle fly. Not a problem. The downside is that it is about the size of a um, large dog um and there, there's oh. your there's your mm. lovely giant oh, giant fly type creature uh and what we'll actually do is rather than throw ourselves into this combat at this point in time we are actually going to stop there for this session um and we will uh, we will stop our recordings and we will uh, we will get on um because once again you've just brought yourselves to this lovely stopping point where we can start next <laughs> exactly. That is a horrible thing to find through a door. <laughs> yep. Ah, well, you, you just... You... Honestly, I think finding haunts are worst. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, uh, that, wonderful, that wonderful haunt that you, uh, that you happily uh, threw yourselves into last time. Well, uh, I think this time you've, uh, you've decided instead to have a little bit of a combat encounter to end the session. Yeah, fine by me. Um, you guys are blitzing your way through fights, though, at the moment. So um, we're, it, it looks like the only way I can actually deal with you is to to put haunts in front of you. So I'll remember that. Um, oh, no. yeah. Good to know. Yeah, good. To That's know. not an invitation. <laughs> well, no, possibly not. Possibly not. We are going to sign off there, everyone. Um, have a wonderful Christmas. Um, we will have another episode scheduled for next week, so there will be one before New Year's. Um, so that will release um, the following Wednesday from now, because I've set them all up to go on Wednesdays. Um, but for the time being, uh, that is the random encounter for today. And see you, everyone, and have fun. Bye. Bye. Ta-ta.